To kick off this episode, I will start off by giving a final recap of my egg freezing journey. I will also do a little Q&A related to the whole process. The reason I wanted to share my egg freezing experience publicly is because I want to help shed some light on the whole process for women who might be interested in doing this too, but are not sure where to start. So I hope sharing my experience will help shed some light on the whole thing. This is a story of starting over in your 30s told in real time and how I'm trying to navigate my way through a confusing juncture in life. I have suddenly realized the life I'm living is not the life I want. In each episode, I'll be sharing every step of my journey as it's unfolding in real time, the good, the bad, the ugly. From starting a side hustle to completely reconsidering and questioning every goal I ever made for myself in my 20s, I'll be taking you on this journey with me to figure out my life all over again. I kept putting off egg freezing for several years, mostly because I just didn't know how to get started. I also assumed it would be way too expensive for me. And the worst part, I thought it was going to be way too painful for me to manage. I thought I just would not be able to handle the side effects of the process. Not only that, but when I was ready to start asking about egg freezing with my gynecologist, I felt judged and it deterred me from learning more about it. Here is how I started. A couple of years ago, when I was 34, I went to a new gynecologist here in Dubai where I live. I told her I was thinking about doing egg freezing and wanted to know how I would go about getting started. She asked me if I was married. I said no, but in a relationship. She reminded me that I was 34 and kind of paused before saying anything else. She was nice enough, but from this point onward, I just felt her demeanor change slightly. I'll just be blunt and say it. I felt completely judged. She only told me that I would need to contact a fertility clinic to find out and just left it at that. Of course, I didn't press any further, already feeling embarrassed for asking. I did nothing about it for a while, but almost a year later, I tried a new gynecologist for a simple yearly checkup appointment, and I asked her the same thing. She also gave me the same reaction, surprisingly, and what I felt like was judgment for why I wasn't already married and trying to have kids now. Again, I left the clinic feeling judged. Living in Dubai, you have access to a big mix of doctors that come from all over the world to practice in Dubai. And since my work's health insurance covered my gynecologist appointments in full, I had been making my appointments at the more expensive, reputable, and westernized clinics, thinking that these doctors would have a more westernized approach to things. In the last couple of years, I had seen three female gynecologists from these really nice westernized clinics who were from the Middle East, but I didn't care because, to me, a doctor is a doctor who makes a promise to help their patients. And I didn't think cultural beliefs should get in the way of medicine. But unfortunately, I kept leaving these appointments feeling embarrassed for not being married and asking about egg freezing. About five months ago, I made one last attempt at finding a new gynecologist at another fertility clinic because now I knew I really had to start figuring out the process of egg freezing as soon as possible. This time, 
even though I was a little hesitant, I ended up finding an incredible doctor who, when I asked her, again, very hesitantly, about egg freezing and how do I go about starting the process, she didn't bat an eye. She didn't skip a beat. She didn't even show the slightest sense of judgment. I feel like in that moment, I got really lucky. She responded in a way that made me feel like I was perfectly normal and not going to lie. I felt like she was kind of excited to help me figure this out. That same moment, she said she wanted to scan me to see how I'm looking and that would help her explain to me exactly what I needed to do to get started. I had a moment of such relief and joy that she had been the doctor I'd been looking for all this time. And with her help, this is how I finally got to start my egg freezing journey. But in that same appointment, I also got to find out that I would have to put the egg freezing process on hold for at least three months, something I definitely was not expecting. But when she scanned me with the sonogram machine to check my ovaries and my fertility health, it turned out I had a pretty large cyst that was completely covering my left ovary from her view. She said she wasn't really worried about it, but I would need to get off birth control immediately, wait about three months, and she will scan me again to see if it went away. She said she thinks the cyst is just caused by my birth control, which can happen, and she did expect it to go away. And if it didn't, then I would have to have surgery to remove it, but she didn't think it would have to come to that. She made me feel really comforted while also making me want to take my health seriously in a very positive way. So I did exactly what she said, and around May, I saw her for a follow-up appointment where the sonogram showed that the cyst went completely away. I was also showing a really good number of eggs on both sides of my ovaries, between 10 and 20 on each side. After the good news, it was time for me to choose which upcoming period cycle I wanted to start the egg freezing process. And that brings us to the present, where I just finished the entire egg freezing cycle and also my retrieval procedure. I will explain how my egg freezing journey went by answering questions around this topic. Please know I'm not a doctor or a medical professional by any means, and I'm only answering questions based on my personal experience and the research I've done. Okay, let's go. So the first common question was, of course, how much did it cost? I have learned that this varies a lot. And it definitely varies a lot in the country that you're choosing to do it in. In the U.S., it can range from 10 to 20,000 per cycle, depending on where you go or where you live. Here in Dubai, I did my egg freezing through a really good Western fertility clinic where I felt really comfortable and at ease. I paid 15,000 dirhams, which is around 4,000 U.S. dollars, for one cycle of egg freezing. And they also had a package where three cycles is 32,000 dirhams, or just under 9,000 US dollars. That price includes everything except the daily hormone injections and the cost of storage each year after the first year. The cost of the hormone injections highly depends on how much hormone you need to take daily. For me, I was put on a low dose of hormones, which was based from my blood tests and my scans, so I paid a total of 3,400 dirhams for the hormones, which is about 900 US dollars. So in total, for one cycle of egg freezing plus paying for the hormones, it cost me 18,400 dirhams, which is equivalent to about 5,000 US dollars. 
for the storage, it will cost 2,000 dirhams per year for storage starting year two since the first year was included. And this is around $600 a year. Now, part of the reason I really pushed myself to do egg freezing this year is because my company started offering this insurance package for procedures like egg freezing and IVF. The insurance package covered up to 5,000 US dollars that would go towards one of these services. For me, it was enough to cover one full cycle of egg freezing in full. So I worked with the insurance company a few months ago to help prepare in advance them to cover my egg freezing. I do recommend that anyone that works for a company that has health benefits talk to them about these types of services. It is becoming more and more common in companies these days to offer something towards these types of things. Okay, second question. What are the injections like and how often do you have to do them? The injections are hormone injections that have to be taken daily for about 9 to 14 days, depending on how your body is reacting to the hormones. The first injection does need to start during the first 1 to 3 days of the start of your period. For me, I took my first injection on the third day of my period. I had to take one injection for four days. On the fifth day, I had to start taking two injections per day, one in the morning and one in the evening. And after my follow-up appointments, I was told that on the ninth day, I would be taking my final injection called the trigger shot. Exactly 36 hours after the trigger shot is taken, you have to do your egg retrieval procedure because that is when the eggs are fully mature enough to extract. Honestly, the worst part about the injections was having to prepare them and the moments right before you're taking it. I would get such anxiety each time I had to prepare the injections, but when I finally would take the shot, it always ended up being not as bad as I thought it would be. You don't feel that much pain from the injection. It's just a slight burn in the area where the injection was done. And of course, you feel the prick of the needle as it goes into your skin, but it actually wasn't that bad. The needles were really small. And trust me, I'm a person that hates needles. Third question, how many eggs are needed and usually taken during the procedure? Now, my answer to this is related to my experience, what I was told and what I researched. So how many eggs are taken 100% depends on how many eggs you produce during your period. They say getting around 15 eggs during a retrieval is a good number because some of the eggs won't be mature enough to freeze and some of the eggs will die during the thawing process. So you need to store enough eggs to ensure the opportunity of creating an embryo when you are ready for that stage. But even if you don't have 15 eggs or more during an egg freezing cycle, that's okay. You can choose to do more cycles. But realistically, any mature egg is already enough to try. I have heard some women still have a baby successfully with only five eggs, because in reality, it only takes one good egg to have a baby. So you don't really need to stress out about the number of eggs taken from one cycle. At that point, that is where science takes a seat back and God takes over. And again, you can choose to do more than one cycle if you want to be able to store more eggs. That is completely fine. I just finished my egg retrieval procedure, and 
After I was done, the embryologist that counted my eggs and prepared them for storage said my official egg retrieval count was 45 eggs. Of course, not all 45 will be frozen because some of them might not be mature enough, but when the doctors counted their size, she said they will definitely be able to freeze over 20, and the final number will be shared with me soon. Regardless, retrieving 45 eggs is a pretty high number, and I know that I'm very, very, very blessed to have such a high number of eggs to be taken from me. Because of that, they said that I should have enough if I ever need to actually use them in the future. So fingers crossed on that one. Fourth question, at what age should you do egg freezing? The answer about age has actually to do with the quality of your eggs. In most women, egg quality does start to decrease in your late 20s and even more after 35. So honestly, the sooner you freeze your eggs, the better to maintain the best quality possible. But it is more likely for women in their 30s to start considering egg freezing. And any quality you have today is better than the quality you will have next year. So better late than never if you are already feeling the time crunch like I was. Also, something I didn't realize till I started researching, egg freezing isn't only for women who are not ready to have kids yet. Even if you already have kids, but you still want to wait to have another kid, you can freeze your eggs too. Or even if you don't want to have kids now, and you will be able to have kids naturally in the future, you can still freeze your eggs now in case you need them to have kids number two, three, or four. So everybody's journey is different and everybody's reasons are their own. But of course, freezing your eggs sooner than later is better if you are wanting to have kids later in life. Fifth and final question, is the egg retrieval procedure painful? This was my biggest concern for the longest time. Part of why I kept putting it off is because I thought it was going to be so painful. I can say from personal experience that it definitely was not that bad. So depending on how you are doing your egg freezing, they will either do local or general anesthesia and painkillers for the procedure. At my clinic, they did a very, very heavy sedative for general anesthesia where I was put fully to sleep and given painkillers right before they started the procedure. My retrieval date was Thursday at 9 a.m. I had to fast eight hours before that 9 a.m. time from both food and liquids. I was told to show up at the clinic at 8 a.m. so they could get me ready for the OR room. By 9 a.m., I was taken into the OR room where the nurses and the doctors started to prep me for the procedure. They gave me painkiller through my IV and the anesthesiologist asked me to take slow, deep breaths into a mask where I very quickly went to sleep. An hour or two later, I was given this thing that woke me up from my sedation in a very sudden way. And immediately, as I realized I was awake, I did start crying from the pain I felt in my abdomen. It did feel really intense. The doctors and nurses immediately gave me another round of heavy painkiller, where after a while I was able to calm down and not really feel the pain anymore. Come to find out, when I woke up, the reason I was feeling more pain than normal is because they had to take out a lot more eggs than normal. 45 eggs was a really high number and not that common. Usually, it is around 15 to 20 taken during a retrieval procedure. So because I had more than normal, 
there was definitely more pain than they usually experience with their other patients. But even for having felt so much pain immediately when I woke up, the quick action by the doctors and nurses to help get me more painkiller still helped me have a really good overall experience. I stayed in my private recovery room until about 2 p.m. that day, where I finally was feeling well enough to go home. After the moment the doctors were able to manage the initial intense pain, the worst pain that I had felt was just bloating, cramping, and kind of this constant state of discomfort in my abdomen area, as well as my lower, lower back, but it wasn't anything that couldn't be resolved with some Tylenol. After I got home, the feeling of discomfort did continue to subside. By the next morning, I felt more tired and sore than anything else. And by day three, it's almost like it never happened. Minus the bloating, which is still there. Apparently, it does take more time for that to be reduced, since my hormones are still pretty high. The doctor said that in two weeks, when I start my next cycle, my hormone levels will be back to normal and everything will be okay. So all in all, I am so glad I went through this process. And if I did have to do it all over again, I would, because it was not that bad in hindsight. I know that I'm very, very, very fortunate to have gone through the experience that I did, from finally finding an amazing clinic and doctor, to only having to take low dose of hormones for only nine days, to be able to get 45 eggs out of the whole process, and only having a very small amount of time where it was painful, but managed immediately, I could not be more grateful to the doctors and nurses that allowed me to have a really good experience. And if I could highlight the worst and best parts of the whole thing. For me, the worst part was having to prepare the injections. Because like I said, I just got this increased level of unnecessary anxiety during the preparation of the injection. But the best part was that I did only need a low dose of hormones and I was able to get 45 eggs by the end of it. Now I know I won't have 45 frozen eggs, but I will have a lot that potentially I won't have to do this again. But if I did have to, I actually would not mind it because now knowing what the process is like, I think I'll be able to take it in stride. So if you're considering freezing your eggs, or if you have a girlfriend or sister or, I don't know, cousin or female friend that is considering doing the process, I highly recommend it as a way to protect your future and your health. I am happy to help answer any more questions if you have them. You can send me a DM on my Instagram page at startingover underscore in real time or write them as a review. If you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast. And to help spread the word as we are brand new, rate and review us five stars to help get the podcast out there. Follow us on our Instagram page at startingover underscore in real time for more fun content about the journey. Any and all support is always appreciated. I cannot wait to continue to share this journey with you.